honestly, kids are the inspiration right now. I mean, we're going through such a weird change right now. Even people that aren't parents being out in the open, we see everything that's going on. And I think the biggest inspiration is kids, their resilience, their hope. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Jared. Of course, you're not here for me. You're here for Miss Christine. Miss Christine, how are you? I'm freaking awesome. You? Yeah, I'm behaving. I'm humble, you know, <laughs> keeping it cool. It's Friday. But you know, it's a good thing when you get the tech savvy Sarah Slurpee on via phone call. So <laughs> I am so proud that she's here now. Now, Sarah, I'm sorry, but Miss Christine hasn't really told me much about you. Uh, just that you sew, that you play VR and your graphic design. Clearly, you're tech savvy, as this interview said. <laughs> and that you are unofficially number one voted most attractive lady on Clubhouse. Is that correct? I mean, I do try to live up to that. So if anyone <laughs> likes to leave a Yelp review after this, definitely go ahead and do that. Leave some Yelp reviews. Christine, her, do you have her, any Yelp reviews? You need some. No, hopefully I got some <laughs> Twitch reviews. No, her quote is number one, voted number one of me here on Clubhouse, I think is it word for word. That's correct. That's correct. And <laughs> I, I think I'm living up to that. Yeah. So if anyone would like to try and compete. Well, yeah. Miss Christine was once in like the top 50 most attractive women on Blab, I think, right? Oh, Christine, Lord right? Jesus. <laughs> right, I'm going to say I'm, she's one of the most attractive women in the world. Uh, <laughs> let's get real. Her, her, no, you, no, her head you. needed that. Yeah. She, it's even bigger now. Great. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm pumping so, it up. I got, I got my pumper. All right. <laughs> this apartment is not big enough for that. Now, Sarah, I know you went on a hike recently <laughs> and uh, there was a water shortage. You want to tell Jared a little bit about that? Oh, yeah. The, there definitely was a water shortage. It was flowing water. It needed some more. If you would like to help fill it up, let me know. <laughs> Bring your pail. So if you're ever in that situation, what do you encourage uh, someone else to do? Well, for us, you know, it was a beautiful site and all everything was pretty much dead. What you see is what you get. But that's pretty much how it went. I mean, we did consider going behind a rock and just you know doing the thing, bringing it to nature. There was a lot of science that said, you know, mind the plants. I don't understand that part, but it was, it was a good little hike. I got my steps in. <laughs> yes. GG. Got your steps in. GG. <laughs> I think Christine's gone behind a few rocks in her day, I, I believe. Um, I can neither ner <laughs> confirm nor deny that. <laughs> uh, that. That's another podcast episode. Sarah, uh, the, we'll have you co-host on that one. So one of the questions I love to ask new guests is, uh, of course, Christine and I love music. And we're curious, pre-COVID, of course, what's the best concert that you've ever uh, been to? Honestly, the best one I've been to is the Blink-182 concert with Little Wayne. Nice. Yeah, it was great. It was not only living my uh, childhood memories, but a uh, little Wayne, like for him to be who he is, the way that he just like pumped up the group was, I don't know, it was just celebs on celebs. And just, it was neat to see them motivate each other. That's concert, hands down. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think we've ever had anyone answer with that, Christine. Not Blink-182 and Little Wayne. No, it's usually some somebody spring garden something that I've yeah, never so, heard about. And then I'm quiet. Some, and then you're like, Miss Christine, can you name one of their songs? It's some Caucasian male that <laughs> <laughs> Christine growing up in Philly. She's like, who? <laughs> anyway. I'm like, yeah, I know them. <laughs> okay, so we're going to do a this and that now, Sarah. Okay, so this. All right, gotcha. This or that, whiskey or White Claw? 
whiskey all the way. I'm not that much of a white girl. I play one, but. <laughs> oh boy. I think it's technically white claw, but yeah, if you don't want to be a white girl, that's fine. Let's do this or that again. Uh, enchiladas or tacos? Enchiladas. And I'm a horrible Mexican, but I've been told I make a mean platter of enchiladas. Amen. Uh, chicken, what, beef? Cheese? What, uh, yeah, I usually do half and half, like the green side with uh, the chicken and then the red sauce with beef. We need now that. I'm hungry. We need now an I'm invitation, hungry. Sarah. Oh, yeah. I'll we'll, send them out um, tonight. We'll go hiking to get there. <laughs> yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll Venmo you some money for the grocery list. Definitely bring your own water. I did not do that. <laughs> <laughs> That is the true water shortage right there. My husband decided to feed me lots of whiskey the night before. And when I made it onto my almost third cup, he then announced that we were going hiking in the morning as a, a very mean joke so we could bond closer. It was a fun time. Yeah, what a, what, what <laughs> so a, much fun. What a nurturing guy. I like that. Right? <laughs> now, Sarah, I know you've lived at a few different locations. Where is or has mm-hmm. been your favorite place to live? Wyoming, hands down. Wyoming. It is gorgeous. I know when you say Wyoming, it's like, what is even there? I don't, I don't think I've ever known anybody from there. <laughs> it's yeah. got a lot of mountains. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, when you when they say, you know, that we have America, the beautiful and the purple rolling mountains, it's true. If you go out there and you climb a mountain, there's nothing there, but you get America, the beautiful. It's gorgeous. Now, when did you live out there? When was this? Or how long ago? I guess three years ago now. Oh, not very long. Going on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Miss Christine is a big supporter of education. And so this Mm -hmm. next question is, you currently homeschool your children. Did you homeschool your children prior to the pandemic? I did. I did. I was very upset with the brick and mortar type schooling. And just growing up, I realized that everyone learns differently. And big classrooms are great if you can do it. But I really think for my kids, especially, it's, it was the best thing I've ever done to see their grades skyrocket. And they actually love school. I mean, it's weird what kid does that. But. What were some of the things, I'm, I, I mean, I'm a parent and I get it, but what were some of the things that disenchanted you about public school? And I mean, I, I was a product of public school, so you don't have to right. to the choir here, but I'm curious, what were some of the things that, made you realize now nah, let's let's try the homeschool option honestly it came down to really asking my kids because i'm i'm someone that's what are you learning today what did you learn today and the moment that i got so many well you know i just went to school mom <laughs> they didn't have much of an answer yeah. yet we had homework and it was you know when you're a parent you have to be involved with the homework and when you're a parent you're sitting there like what what is this <laughs> and then you notice the repetitiveness of it it's just what are our kids actually learning in school or are they just being told to memorize? And I don't get the point of memorization when you're telling your kid you can be anything you want. In reality, if you're just memorizing and you try to go for that big career goal, you're kind of stuck in a hard place. And I don't know, maybe money plays a factor in that when it comes to schooling. And and I think it's ridiculous that the majority of the school year, you know, you maybe get like three to four months of actual schooling and the rest of the months is how do you fill out bubbles on a star test. Right. Get money to the school. So. Let's talk about balance. So, so I would imagine mm-hmm. that's, a, you know, because you have a lot of things that you do, but then also, you know, the responsibility of, of being there to homeschool the kids and stuff like, uh, how mm-hmm. are you able to manage all of that? Yeah, it's hard. It's definitely hard. It makes me closer with the kids. At the same time, it's, it's horrible because 
we definitely are head to head, you know, we hate each other throughout the day. And I get the once in a while, you're a mean mom, but it's also kind of neat because I get that you're a cool mom and, and mom, I actually understand it, which is real neat to see them give me the props, you know, the thanks on the back. But I, honestly, the biggest props is to them for, for pushing through and, and wanting to do the work. Other than that, it does interfere like relationship wise. But I mean, if I could go back in time and have parents that gave me the chance to be real more one-on-one, I, I really think I would have been more confident. And so really just bringing more confidence to the kiddos. So one last question about this, Christine, I don't mean to keep buttoning in here, but <laughs> no. I, so, so I've heard that I don't even know if criticism is the right word, but one concern that some parents might have about homeschooling is, a, is this going to have an impact on my children in terms of social development? Things right. like that. What, how have you been able to uh, navigate that? That That is a big thing. When we first started off, it was I had a lot of people that didn't agree with me, obviously, including mm-hmm. family. And even myself, I was kind of like, they're going to miss out on friendships and the social aspects. And, you know, are they going to be little shelter clams in the end? And <laughs> to a certain degree, yeah. But I mean, if you're a good parent, and you're if you're pushing enough and your whole point is to get them a good career, you got to introduce a social aspect. So I think it all comes down to don't be lazy about it. And so for us, definitely getting them into sports, getting them to really interact at clubs even, and even social media, I think is, I mean, I, I don't want my kids on the computer all the time or on an app all the time, but I mean, this is the new day and age. And so I, I try to find every avenue to get them out in the social world. And yeah, and it, it works for us. It's not going to work for everyone. So I don't push the homeschool on anybody. But I do believe that everyone does learn differently and some kids need the more one-on-one. So you require your kids to do a TikTok video once a week? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I do. I encourage them to any sort of creativity and push themselves out there. Yeah, I really do. Now, keeping up with the higher learning, what's the last book that you've read? Okay. All the way through. <laughs> I would, <laughs> doesn't, ha- doesn't have to be. <laughs> yeah. Like, now, now, now we're curious. <laughs> yeah. Like the yeah. attempt. Well, I do have one and I cannot remember the title because I just started reading it. But it has to do with Obama and Biden. And it's kind of like a mystery book. And they go on great adventures together. Not to say that they did. Yeah. I don't know that they did. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. That's but no, it's... it's it's a good read. And uh, I did dip into the Snowden book. And that's by far one of my favorites that I've read. <laughs> I, I got to find the name of this book. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> intrigued. It's probably the choose your own adventure series. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's a riot. I mean, it, it, it's a little slow paced, but it is so much fun. Wow. Okay. I was not expecting <laughs> that answer, Christine. It <laughs> was a good one. I, I like it. it. So you can share some, you know, deep insight, you know, self-help book and well, I guess that's what that is. So that here it out. is. It's called Hope Never Dies, and there's also Hope Rides Again, and it's just a really neat mystery adventure of Obama and Biden. Wow! <laughs> check it out. Well, I am grateful that you shared that, and I am now. Yeah. I'm curious. I will be. He's taking, taking notes right now. <laughs> I am taking notes. I'm right now. Hope, hope, Get hope on rides it. again. <laughs> okay, so. We'll move beyond that. Uh, I've heard, you know, from Christine that you're into VR, AR. What's your favorite VR game or application? Altspace at the moment, hands down. Altspace. It's game changing. All right. So for those that don't know, and there might be some, (laughs) just just go ahead. (laughs) Like him. Yeah. Yeah. Give a little uh, (laughs) synopsis. Give a little breakdown. 
Okay, so think real life, but you get to be any character you want, bubble size. And it, that's really what it is. It's like Facebook meets real life meets a phone call away. So you strap on the headset and you can choose a world, you can make a world. And it's really like an after bar session, you know, or an after uh, conference session where you're now at the bar with everybody else. But there's so many things you can do from just hanging out to creating with each other to flying around and throwing basketballs at walls. Uh, it's just getting out of your reality, but you're not necessarily playing a video game. You're with other people from all over the world, from all different walks of life. And cool. yeah, there's no pictures to judge off of. There's no, you know, wealth status to compare from <laughs> everyone. Right. Literally the same. Yeah. And did I hear you correctly? And Miss Christine, I mean, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, I was, oh no, go ahead. Uh, no, just saying I, I got uh, Christine on there and I, I don't know. She, was she having a did. Blast, she got me on all spaces. Boy, I, I've cool. seen Christine on Twitch and she's like killing people. And <laughs> I'm like, where, where, where's all this anger? Uh, <laughs> it was it's so much fun man it's so much fun <laughs> so, so did, I hear, did i hear you right sarah and you said this particular game does allow and and uh, is encouraged whiskey or white claw is that <laughs> it's pro whiskey and white claw. <laughs> exactly and we have one in both hands at all times um <laughs> just ready well, to where, go. where's the controller you just kind of strap it on like Edward uh, 40 hand style. She double fist fist and hold the controller. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever played that? I didn't play it, but I've seen it. Oh my God. That's awesome. That's a good one. That's a very good one. Okay, now Sarah, besides the VR, any recommendations for people getting stir crazy at home, you know, during this pandemic? Yeah, don't drink too much, but drink enough, you know, to function. <laughs> drink love drink it. enough for uh, hiking. That's for one. Drink yes, yes. <laughs> drink enough to function. Yeah, yeah. Definitely explore anything that, uh, anything you've always said that you're going to do, just do it is the main thing just do it and if you end up hating it or it just doesn't work out then you know move on to the next thing you haven't done this is like the best time for to live out your craziest bucket list because uh, what, who's there to judge you now, now yeah. i want to know what's on that bucket list <laughs> oh man to conquer the world for myself for myself <laughs> via, via vr that's the first step for sure uh, well double fisting yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> That's a good bucket list. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, you're a lot. Well, of fun, wait, wait, so. wait. What's on your guys' bucket list? What, uh, what would we'll be? We'll start with Miss Christine. I, I think I know oh her answer. God. Okay, so to to go to at least one Super Bowl or one like NBA All Star game, I have to do one of those. Oh, Super Bowl in Tampa, or both of them. And in VR, no, I'm not going to the Super Bowl in Tampa, not during this pandemic. I'm sorry, That's Sarah. But we have that? the headsets for what we have VR for. <laughs> I'm going to virtually go to the Super Bowl. Let's do it. Yes, it counts. <laughs> and and you might save a dime. It does. You know, a little bit of money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for, just for, a little bit. Yeah, for a then I can then I can go and invest in GameStop and AMC. <laughs> yeah, on on Robinhood. Yes. Yeah, as you should. <laughs> on Robinhood <laughs> when they unlock it for people. <laughs> Yeah, they, oh my god! They awesome. still have credibility, right? Okay. Sure. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, I thought your bucket list was like to get a particular jersey of a, a 
you know. Oh my God! Hall, yeah. Hall of Fame so when I go player. to that NBA All Star game, <laughs> I will be wearing my Allen Iverson throwback that was stolen from me years and years ago. I'm going to track it down, <laughs> relocate it, and wear it to the All Star game. Sarah, I always try to bring up the jersey in every episode. It's kind of every a, a, a running a running gag. And uh, thank you for. Ooh, I knew you guilty secret now. <laughs> yeah, but he won't tell you about what that black jacket. <laughs> what was it? What the the bubble jacket? jacket. What about it? Yeah. Ooh. Okay. I don't. I don't even know what you mean. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I have no idea about the black jacket, but I do know that yes, you have a jersey and you don't have it anymore, and that's. That's facts. Big a facts. sense of yeah, a source of uh, frustration for you for maybe a little. We're gonna find it. I'm going <laughs> to counseling for it. You know, I'm recovery. Oh, no. and you keep bringing it up. It's very traumatic. I have PTSD, and you know what? I don't really appreciate well, you not like taking my, this seriously, sir. My, my, my next question to Sarah may shed some light on what's happened here, and and then Sarah, I've heard you're into tarot card reading. Uh, I want to hear how I you am. got into that, and. And uh, I don't know that that could solve Christine's problem. It probably can't. <laughs> uh, but but tell us it, about Sarah, that. <laughs> no, I, I was like 13 and my aunt decided, uh, she told me one day that she was going to cults with witches. And I, for the longest time, I thought she was just kidding. She really was. She didn't consider herself a witch, but uh, she thought it would be fun to get me a pack of tarot cards. And from there, I just, I think I came very obsessive with it, with uh, buying the deck. And then I find I only really just dipped into it uh, maybe five, six years ago, like really getting into it. I think it's a blast, but I also, uh, it's very general. And uh, I did pull for uh, Christine. So she did one day, and it was kind of like, I don't know what's going on here with this right. card. What? But okay. <laughs> I and I tried to is. look it up too, the whatever moth, something night moth. Like I Googled it to see if somebody else had a different interpretation of it. Yeah, because I'm like, I really want to get down to it. But I couldn't really find that same card. So that brings me kind of to a question I have. There are so many different decks. I follow somebody and she's always like put in like a new deck she has or whatever. Like, how do you pick mm-hmm. a deck? Do they like speak to you or you're like, this one looks cool? And like, how many decks do you even have? Oh, God, I probably have at least. 15 to 18 decks now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they say you're not supposed to buy your own first deck ever. You're supposed to be given it to you as a gift. And that person's supposed to feel like that resonates with you. And I do kind of believe in that. I've had ones where people have picked them out for me and I, I hate them. I don't use them. Like they just, I don't like the interpretations. I don't like the pictures. So that's really what you base it off of. And I don't know. I don't believe in all of it because it is so general, but I look at it as the same way as putting like an inspirational quote on your mirror for the day and really believing in it. So, I mean, I could take your card, Christine, and because I'm reading it to you, you're processing and making it a part of you. But I could take that same card and bring it to someone else and maybe three out of five people, it resonates with them as well. So it, it's really all just like a, an energy type inner love with yourself, you know, and what you want to do with it and pushing yourself forward. So you kind of made a comment that caught my attention just now. You, you said, uh, you know, some of it I kind of, you know, don't really, you know, buy into or whatever. To, so is this just for entertainment purposes or is it, you know, is there, is there is something to this that you feel is le- legitimate or like I, I and I'm coming from zero understanding of this stuff. I have no concept of how this works or what it is even. I mean, I've heard of it. Right. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm still, I'm, I question everything. I mean, I question why are we here on earth? Where do we come from really outside of what we're told and, and even beyond the Bible and beyond, you know, Netflix series. So like, <laughs> I really think there is something to do with it energy wise or whatever we are. I mean, I've, I have pulled cards to where I'm not thinking about anything and they're way too spot on. And it, it's, a weird coincidence maybe or it's, it's I don't know there's, there's something about it that uh, is interesting and mysterious and I absolutely love it fair enough okay Sarah <laughs> who is currently doing something that inspires she, she, you she was at the Super Bowl in the VR. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's see uh, someone that's inspiring me right now people that aren't pushing their thoughts on the others I don't have anyone particular. It's I'm such a people watcher. Just anyone that's out there doing things minus what, you know, them turning on Fox News or, or opening their Facebook and being told that they have to take a supplement because their ad said so or turning on the news and being told that uh, we have to stand up. And I mean, why not just live your life? So yeah, I just shout out to everyone that's just doing their own thing. So I have to stop taking my scent from silver? I mean, if you (laughs) take it, (laughs) just make sure, you know, Google ads aren't inspiring your your day to day. Oh, that's a good, that's a good response. Actually, do you have any other specific examples? I mean, you talked about just, you know, some relevant stuff, but what, what else, anything else that, that pops in your head of of an example of that? Of just doing your own thing? Uh, That or Um, something that's inspirational to you? Yeah. Kids. Honestly, kids are the inspiration right now. I mean, we're going through such a weird change right now. And even people that aren't adult or aren't parents, uh, just being out in the open, we see everything that's going on. And I think the biggest inspiration is, is kids, their resilience, their hope. I mean, if I'm in a freak out moment of the day and I can sit down and talk with my kids and they really give me such positivity and I'm, and I'm very open with my kids with what's going on in the world. I try not to sugarcoat anything because I I can't do the whole, everything's good in the world and everything's going to get better, but just to get their outlook on everything. And I mean, we've changed so much for them. I mean, they're going from school hops to, you know, losing out on friends, having family members die and not understanding what's going on. Still have kids that are getting bullied wherever, you know, you have maybe parents that aren't, being, you know, the best of parents or just don't know how to be the best of parents. And I just, I feel like kids are they are the biggest inspiration right now for change. So Sarah, as we start to wrap up here, I'm sure there's going to be listeners that want to uh, reach out and connect and kind of, you know, stay connected with what you're up to and what you're doing. What's the best place for them to do that? Honestly, I'm on a little bit of everything. <laughs> so if you just look at Sarah Slurpee, that's me. And, uh, I don't put on a front. I, this is me all day, every day, 24 seven. And I'm probably on almost any website that you are. Yeah, my name. <laughs> Sarah, thank you That's so much it. for being with us today. And we're just going to end up with any final thoughts for yeah. our listeners. Yeah. Invest in a really good Canadian whiskey. Uh, <laughs> that's the best way to go. It's smooth. It goes down real good. And it won't make you too tipsy. Canadian whiskey. You <sighs> heard are, it here first. <laughs> these are words. Of, yeah. Great wisdom. Wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> we should be charging for this. You got to yeah. start charging I, I, for this information, Sarah. Uh, I'm Googling <laughs> CanadianWhiskeys.com. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, specifically Forty Creek. It's delicious. Forty Creek. Oh my god! All right. Yeah, Shout out to our pretend sponsor, yeah. Forty Creek. <laughs> I'm here for you. I have a forty, a Forty Creek. I'll die. Instead of a forty yeah. ounce, you're gonna get a Forty Creek. Here. Gonna, yeah, yeah. No more forty ounces. I'm going Forty Creek. Upgrades, baby. Upgrades. <laughs> All right, Sarah, we appreciate you and uh, wish you uh, oh, the best. And hopefully can have you back on here in a few months. You can catch up on the uh, other good stuff going going down. Oh, man. Thank you guys so much. You guys are amazing. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you.